This is episode 75. For beginner runners, we're talking about three common training mistakes to avoid when you're just starting to run. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Jason, and I'm doing a solo episode today for new runners. If you have a few months of experience or less, this one is for you. We're going to talk about how to avoid some of the obstacles that trip up beginners. It's an important time to get the fundamentals right so that you have a solid foundation for the rest of your running career. Those first few months are an exciting time. It's like your first day of college or having your first child. Just think back to when you started running. The endorphins, the rush of beginning a new sport that does have the potential to transform your life. Your newfound skills that you're developing when you first start running are going to be really apparent to you soon. More endurance, better speed, improved mental strength and resilience, and higher levels of confidence and self-esteem. These things happen. And if you're a new runner, you have a lot to look forward to in the months and years ahead. Now, of course, I know that it's not always so easy. You have to get those fundamentals right from the beginning after all. And you probably have some questions. I mean, how many beginner runners aren't sure how to start or get confused by training plan jargon or complex training plans that they don't understand? These things happen, and it can be really frustrating to see runners who seem successful from day one. These are the runners that, you know, rarely, if ever, get injured. They always seem to be doing the right thing, and they're improving every single month. Are these runners, those that seem to pick up running so easily, special in some way? Or are they gifted? Or somehow so naturally talented that they can improve no matter what kind of training that they do? I just don't buy that. I believe that every runner can start running from a position of strength to give themselves the best possible chance of success. But all too often, runners are getting sidelined by all these disappointments, and that's because there are so many ways to go wrong when you first start running. And there seems to be just too many, quote, experts out there writing confusing theoretical articles that don't provide any actionable advice. So today I want to help you with some actionable advice. I want to help you avoid the most common mistakes among beginners. Simply not doing the wrong thing can often be the difference between success and failure. It's like Notre Dame football coach Lou Holtz. He once said, it's not the great play that wins the game. It's eliminating the dumb play. I love that. So here are three of the most common mistakes I see beginners make with their running. Whatever you do, try to avoid these. By the way, if you want even more new runner Q&A, go to strengthrunning.com new to download a bonus podcast episode all about that topic. Okay, mistake number one is following the no pain, no gain mantra. You'll also hear trainers say, if it doesn't hurt, you're not working hard enough. But that is complete BS. You see, the real mantra here should be train, don't strain. Because we don't want to work hard for the sake of working hard. We want to work hard strategically in service of our goals. But even with strategic hard work, the vast majority of your running should still be easy. In fact, it should be very easy, especially as a beginner. My brother from another mother, as we jokingly like to refer to each other, Matt Fitzgerald, he has a very popular book called 80-20 Running that offers plentiful evidence that 80% of your running mileage should be easy. But for new runners, 
I think that should be closer to 90 or even 95% for the first few months as you build your strength and in your endurance. So next time you hear someone say, no pain, no gain, you know that not only isn't that true for beginners or even elite runners, but it's downright dangerous and misleading. All right, our next common mistake is believing that strength training is just for advanced runners. But more accurately, strength training is just for runners who want to excel and stay healthy. And that's just about every runner. Now, the evidence that strength training supports healthy, pain-free running is just conclusive at this point. It strengthens your muscles, bones, and connective tissues. It allows your legs to handle more impact forces and reduces your risk of injury. And the best part? Strength training improves your body composition. It helps you burn more fat, and it leads to more efficient running, so you can run faster at the same effort. These are all skills that beginners should be working on to help make their running easier. But too often, I see beginner training plans that recommend no strength training or simply avoid it altogether because the coach can't be bothered to include it in the plan. But this is misguided. The benefits are clear, and as long as the strength work is appropriate for you, there's really nothing to worry about. Actually, there are only positive things to look forward to. All right, our last myth that we're busting today is the idea that fast workouts are only for fast runners, or that beginners should only run slow for several months before starting any kind of speed work. Now, I've seen so many training plans for new runners that don't have any fast workouts. They're just straight mileage. And we've talked before on the Strength Running blog about the fundamentals of running and how speed is a skill. And beginners must practice this skill. Now, of course, it must be done strategically, which is another fundamental principle we have to abide by. And while more advanced runners can get on the track for a blistering series of 400-meter intervals, for example, that's not the right type of workout for new runners. Instead, we're going to focus on very short repetitions. This is much more beneficial. You're going to get the benefits of speed work, like reinforcing proper running form, increased efficiency, and better fitness with far fewer injury risks. Plus, let's not ignore the mental benefits of small doses of fast training. You're going to have more confidence in your abilities and less anxiety about speed workouts. This helps runners be much more at ease with more challenging sessions that are going to come months later. Any beginner plan that doesn't include fast running at all is ignoring this fundamental, and I don't think it's in the best interests of new runners. And I refuse to let you use one of these subpar training plans. I don't want you to ignore these fundamentals and make these mistakes. There's a better way to train that will reduce your injury risk while allowing you to increase your mileage. It will help you build your endurance, strength, and speed, and help you be more consistent with running as a more regular habit. A focus on these fundamentals is going to help new runners develop their fitness more effectively and progress more quickly. Not to mention, you'll have more fun. It's a better mental release. You get more endorphins, and you feel like more of an athlete. What could be better than that? All right, thanks for listening today. I know this is a very short episode, but my goal here was to give beginners and those who have just been running for a couple months a few new ways of thinking about your training so that it's more holistic, you're going to get more out of it, and you're going to see better results. I hope that you try to avoid these mistakes that we talked about today, and I know that if you do, 
you're going to build a stronger foundation for success. And you'll be crossing the finish line sooner than you imagined. Don't forget that if you want our bonus podcast for beginners and more coaching guidance on starting to run the strategic way, head on over to strengthrunning.com slash new to get started. Take care, everyone, and run strong.